welcome. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Larry Solner. I'm joined by Ryan Lang, and you are listening to The, the Mike, Mike Show. Glad you can join us today. Hello. It is... Hello, Ryan. Hey. <laughs> it is Wednesday, April 18th. It is a beautiful day to be alive. Not in here. Yeah, not in here. It is currently 88 degrees in the recording studio. I'm not making this up. It's literally right in front of us. Uh, with 26% humidity. Very impressive that they can do this in such a small space. Yeah, we're basically in Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> Pretty much. Coming at you live from Boca <laughs> Raton, Florida. Fun fact, uh, myself and Ryan, we are actually two old Jewish retirees just waiting to die. Absolutely. What we else? feel right at home. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a phenomenal day. Uh, a little chilly this morning, but beautiful temperature out right now. How you doing, Ryan? I'm okay. Hanging in there. Had a lovely day at work. Oh, yeah? Why don't you tell me about it? There's nothing to tell. That's why it was lovely. Okay. I, I like managed to get away with doing nothing the whole day because my boss best. called out. Mail it in, buddy. Yep. Uh, can't say the same myself. <laughs> why is that? Because I'm unemployed. All right. <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> Lucky you. No, no, no. Uh, I'm sure some of our listeners know that I'm uh, going through some health shit, um, but <laughs> health shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically, uh, a professor basically sat me down, and because uh, I, with this professor, I was forthcoming, and that I have a health situation that might prevent me from coming to class, like right. on a, literally a second's notice. Mm -hmm. um, and like I explained to her, I was like, "Listen, any other class." I would understand your hesitations if I'm, like, not showing up or whatever. Right. But I was like, I can promise you that this is the one class I want to go to constantly. Uh, is this creative writing? writing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was like, well, I know you have a thing with, uh, with accessibility. Like, I just went into, like, some of the graphic details. Oh, she just yikes. stopped me halfway through. She yeah. was like, I, I'm good. I'll, I'll see what I can do. You sure, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you, sure you don't want me to continue this creative uh, endeavor? <laughs> I didn't even get to the shit yet. Oh boy. Yeah. All the she stopped you before the shit yeah. even started. Well, let hey, alone hit the I'm, fan. I'm a creative writer. <laughs> by trade, so. uh, but yeah, I wanted to start today's show with a tribute to the late, the great Jerry Lawler. <sighs> Legend to say the least. He rests in the most eternal of peace. It was a very sad sad moment when i turned on uh when i like woke up the other day popped open twitter uh, just to see that jerry lawler had died um i was fucking heartbroken uh but the second i found out how he died i felt a little bit more at peace yeah i didn't feel how i didn't even feel had gone. yeah uh i was rather people, excited jerry lawler uh died of a stroke but this stroke occurred while he was engaging sexually with his fiance, um, who's like less than half his age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, he what was, was she, 68? 29? Uh, 29. 
29. Yeah. All right. Um, great for him. Yes. Um, but, uh, not that he died, but that, right. he, <laughs> that he died in the arms of a beautiful younger woman. Um, in the arms and, uh, well, in, uh, in something else, too. Yeah, uh, exactly. The throes of sexual passion. But, <laughs> see, uh, Jerry Lawler hit me especially hard. Not in so far as, like, wrestling Jerry Lawler. But uh, do you know about the beef he had nope. with Andy Kaufman? No. You know who Andy Kaufman is? Yeah. Uh, they had a very, very well-publicized beef that it turns out they staged themselves. What? Um, dude, it... Uh, have you... Uh, yeah, so this, this was a fucking terrible week for fans of Andy Kaufman because the director of Man on the Moon... Oh, yeah. Foreman died. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, Jerry Lawler died. But, um... Andy Kaufman. Jerry Lawler. One of the tabloid things can do much better justice. It's only one match? Nah. To what? On the Andy beef? Kaufman's Wikipedia page, there's only one mention of Andy Kaufman. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when Andy Kaufman did Letterman, so Andy Kaufman also used to wrestle. Right? He was like a performance artist and he, yeah, yeah. he wrestled. So uh, he brought his wrestling act to the Letterman show and got into a fight with Jerry Lawler. And they like publicly fought and like had a, an encounter and on the Letterman show. And nobody knew but them? Like For over 10 years. What? And it was, like, super public, and it was a super big thing. Holy they were shit. bashing each other. They were, like, <laughs> it was a huge fucking thing. That's crazy. And it turns out they were best friends the whole time. They were just chilling, doing this on purpose. That was the brilliance of Andy Kaufman. That's Andy amazing. Kaufman loved fucking with people. Yep. More than anything. <laughs> yeah. To say the very least. That's why even today, people are not sure that he's dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I was just it's on like, the Wikipedia. It said it, death it, hoax theory. Right. It's like there's... its own tab. There's... There are the people who think that Tupac is alive, right? Mm -hmm. For a completely different reason. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, Tupac... Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> biology behind it. Whereas Andy, people don't think Andy Kaufman faked his death just to escape. They think he faked his death just to fuck with people. That's a beautiful thing. You know what I, I mean? I hope he's alive. I... I hope he's here, there somewhere listening. I hope he comes and no... visits us and says, why are you outing me? Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't think, now that Jerry Lawler is dead, right. I think any chance, in the slight chance that Andy Kaufman is pulling the biggest charade of all time. Right. Because it's hard for Andy Kaufman to disappear, especially now in 2018. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, when did he die? 1984? Allegedly 1984, yeah. yeah. Um, but now that Jerry Lawler's dead, I that would have been hilarious if Jerry, Jerry Lawler goes on goes on the fucking late show now <laughs> you could have scripted it better and then yeah. all of a sudden out comes andy kaufman in his old wrestling getup holy i would have come my pants people would <laughs> i would have come my pants spontaneous and you don't understand this would have been a bigger thing for comedians now than the whole genesis of christianity <laughs> when jesus yeah this is a new level of the wood yeah you know? <laughs> 
Like, like, yeah, you think Jesus coming back after three days was fucking impressive? Yeah, come back after... 32 years. Yeah. <laughs> 34 years, what am I saying? 34 years. Jesus. Oh, God, if he shows up at the funeral, that would also be something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's still potential for this. Guess who's laughing last now? <laughs> Fuck. God. Jesus Christ. Andy Kaufman, legend. Yes. But yeah, um... R.I.P. to Jerry Lawler. What a way to go. Um, I can't imagine many better ways to go. Yeah, that's pretty good. He got up and he said he tried to say something, and his girlfriend was like, What? Yeah. She was like, Look in the mirror. And then, you know, he had the whole. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, what do you think? Like, you know how strokes work that, like, half your body goes, like, numb? Yeah. Do you think half his cock went soft? I don't. Hmm. Or, like, one ball dropped further down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, see, I don't know if the penis can be half soft, half hard. Like, it would have to be half down the middle, not half, That's you know, across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be... It just huh. droops. Like, like, I'm imagining it still, like, sticking out and being stiff, but just half of it just being, like... Like the fat from somebody's arm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Like a really fat person just, like, puts their arms oh, out. Oh, that is grotesque. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I Google, hope so. I'm not going to Google strokey no, penis. Please, but no, But if somebody wants to tweet out a picture of a strokey penis. Yes, absolutely. We, um, we'll, uh, for science. We'll for indulge. science. For science. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be weird, man. It's got to be weird. Yeah. Strokey penises. Anyway, our next story. This one's a fucking doozy. A bunch of Argentinian police officers <laughs> were fired after they claimed that mice had eaten half a ton of missing marijuana. The police in Argentina in a huge drug bust found uh, what is the equivalent of 13,277 pounds of weed. However, they only logged 12,000 of them. Only a group of people that have smoked a half ton of marijuana would come up with the excuse that, um, that fucking mice ate it. Exactly. Like, you I, gave yourself away. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like... Like, if you're going to be a dirty cop, at least don't be a dirty stoner cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Like, also, you've seen mice... I've never seen 12,000, I've never seen uh, 1,227 pounds of marijuana, Right. but I have seen large volumes of marijuana. Right. In research contexts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been to Cali. <laughs> I cannot imagine how just physically massive a space like 1,200 pounds of pot takes up. But I can only begin to, and there is no way. You could have a million mice. Yeah. Not happening. <laughs> you could have 200 dogs. Not happening. Mice don't even eat weed. Like, it's just, and not even, like, if by some stretch of every possible conception that you have, mice did eat this marijuana like 
How many fucking mice would have to be in that warehouse or whatever it is? There would be more mice than pot. You yeah. know, it's like, how do you even think? Like, what are you thinking? Like, five mice came in and just Dude, made mice, me. mice are always a recipe for trouble. Like, my dad worked this case back in the day where uh, it's actually a really interesting case. <clears throat> Sorry, my microphone's all fucked up. But uh worked this case where uh, a bunch of Albanians wanted to burn down a warehouse they owned for the insurance money. But nice. we couldn't figure out quite how to do it without setting off fucking alarms, right? Being like, hey, this is arson. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you want to know what they did? It's actually brilliant. Sure. I guess they sprayed, like, a mice attractor. You know, one of those fucking things that I'm assuming they put on traps and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like they raid for... Bait. Raid yeah, for they put bait. <laughs> they baited all of the electrical wires. And they got just a couple of just a couple of rats. They didn't need a bunch. They just oh. needed a few. Paper towels with kerosene. Tied them to their tails. You want to know what then happened? They chewed into the wire. They ran around chewing into the wire. And it shot the... All it took was one thing to spark that kerosene. Whole fucking thing was toast. That is really fucking brilliant. Whole fucking thing is toast. I must say, I had no faith in the Albanians. Yep. <laughs> but that's what you—that's what these Argentinian cops should have done. You know why? Because they are police officers. They professionally spend all their time investigating how cops do not get away with crime. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah, boggles my mind. If you're going to be a dirty cop, at least be a fucking smart one. Yeah. You know? And don't smoke the half ton of marijuana you took. Yeah, what? It's just stupid. Stupid. Like, let me put it this way. You're a cop. What moves can you possibly... I don't care if you're a cop or not. You could be the Dolly fucking llama, okay? Do you think anybody can make moves flipping 1,200 pounds without raising any red flags? Absolutely not. Do you think a dedicated member of the Argentinian <laughs> National Police Force can flip 1,200 fucking pounds of dope without setting off any red flags? Absolutely not. Which is why they, I, I'm, my theory is that they smoked it. I don't think they had any intention of flipping it. None. No, no excuse. None. Is that, you know, stupid unless you're smoking that fucking much. Idiots. Yeah. Idiots, idiots, idiots. Very disappointed in the Argentinian police force. It, I, w- I wouldn't want them f- trying to solve other crimes, too, if, like, this is what they, their best mind can come up with, you exactly. know? Exactly. Yep. That worries me. Like, they're investigating, what, th- there's, like, a narcotics police force, and they investigate it, and then, oh, where did the drugs go? Maybe mice ate them. Maybe a bird came into the warehouse and flew away with it. Like, are these their fucking theories? Is this what they're doing? Is this what they get paid? Are yeah. they paid with taxes? I don't know. I, I would assume so. Uh, is, this, is this where Argentinian tax money is going? And the crazy thing is, Argentina, like, legalized all drugs. Did they really? I'm pretty sure. It's either Argentina or Portugal. Then why are we going to California? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Portugal. Never mind. Ah. Uh. But, uh, but, yeah, like, fucking man, how are you going to do that? That's just, like, yeah. I, 
don't get me wrong. I don't like criminals. Right. But you know, no matter how despicable a crime may be, like, let me put it this way. You can give me the harshest crime, like the most just vicious, awful, morally corrupt crime. Okay. And you can juxtapose that to me with nothing crazy but stupid, just stupid. Just this dude was asking to get caught. You know which criminal I hate worse probably? The dumb The dumb one. <laughs> the dumb one. Because that's like... You know why? Because I have faith that people who do vicious things are going to get caught eventually. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're just doing dumb shit... And your dumbness is what gets you caught? And you're just... What, your negligence, your lack of care is yeah, what that, gets you caught. You deserve it. It's just a complete lack of effort on the yeah. part of the criminal. And, you know, where's the integrity here? A exactly. <laughs> the one thing, like, look at the mob. The one thing you can say is that they had fucking integrity. Absolutely. They didn't go near the face. They didn't go near the family. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. Mobsters may not have been able to sleep easy at night for themselves, but they could for their family. <laughs> look at nowadays. You can't even trust the police. Who the fuck it? America 2018. <laughs> Argentina 2018. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure some people could have thunk it. Yeah. Um, this is my favorite story. Coming up next. Absolutely. Yeah. I really like this one. This, this is this story out of England. Courtesy <laughs> of the Leicester Mercury. The headline. Man declares he is now attracted to men. After taking painkillers. The lead, <laughs> Scott oh Purdy, God. says the pills have made him more, quote, open. <laughs> you know, I'm going to start really, really listening to those those warnings that they <laughs> rattle off at the end of commercials. Because if this is what's going on, you know, I feel like I should be way more aware. You know? Uh, yeah, so this guy, uh, Scott Purdy, 23, dumped his girlfriend of six months after taking Pregabalin. Which is Lyrica is what it's known by his trade name. And realizing he was attracted to men. He claims that the drug, which is also known as Lyrica, was given to him after he broke his foot in a go-karting accident earlier this year. Pretty sure he was already gay. <laughs> if he's, you know. Now, like now, like now this is like a crazy placebo. Or like this or he was afraid to come out and he's like, Now now I have my in. Like now I can just blame it on Lyrica. I think there's something to this guy. I think he's legit. Here's why. Let me put it this way. My mother, sweet old mother, she she takes Lyrica for her ailments and conditions. Right. Now, do you know how Lyrica works? No. It, it specifically targets nerve pain, right? Okay. And pain caused by nerve issues. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the commercials. Right? I think this guy should be, not because he's gay, but because he's now gay, if you catch my drift. Yeah. He should be put in a lab, locked up, and studied. Because Pregabalin works, and Lyrica works, by, like, fucking with your fucking mental waves, your fucking neurons, how they interact with each other. They're supposed to make all that shit more efficient, make it work properly. Now, what I'm saying, if this guy was brought back to normal by, or brought back to his normal by the Lyrica, and his fucking neurons are finally, I'm, I'm, positing right that this guy might be 
the key, the cornerstone to figuring out what really makes people gay. It might be. You know, I can't help but think of that Family Guy episode where, you know, they inject Peter with the gay drug, yeah. and he's just, <laughs> <laughs> like, they injected him with Lyrica, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I want to know, is this... I really hope Alex Jones picks this story up. <laughs> I really do. I really hope Mike Pence doesn't. <laughs> I hope... I Like, I can only imagine after this story comes out, like, Mike Pence, he's an older fella. Maybe going for some diabetic nerve pain or maybe for his fibromyalgia, <laughs> like my mother, right? I'm just walking up to his doctor and being like, hey, doc, my my, my joints, my hands, my feet, they they hurt. <laughs> I can no longer find the, the joy, the leisure I once was able to find playing the piano. Forget about it. Oh, yeah, Mr. Cu- <laughs> Mr. Cultured Pen. The guitar, no, sir. The loot, forget about it. <laughs> I feel, don't even mention loving my wife. <laughs> that was before the fibromyalgia. His doctor is going to bring him a prescription for Lyrica. Mike Pence is going to slowly push it back. I just told you I had concerns of being able to love my wife. <laughs> Why are you prescribing <laughs> this homosexual drug? <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall when his doctor has prescribed him, like, Lyrica. See the sweat starting to pour down Mike Pence's bead. I've been avoiding it for this long. They're going to out me. They're going to out me. <laughs> God, I hope. I imagine if Mike Pence is really just a knobliger. <laughs> I'd love to see that. I would love to see it, too. Because, like, Mike Pence is like a robot. He is. He's so str- Like, if he really he is me. hiding a, a homosexual persona behind that rough, tough exterior, it's got to be the gayest dude in the world. Right. Like, there is no gay Pence unless gay Mike Pence is just as flamboyant as you can imagine. And that's a fun thing to imagine. I hope he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. President, I couldn't get you your Big Mac, so I got you your Big Mike. <laughs> oh, God. That's just disturbing. I'll leave. That'd be fun. Imagine <laughs> Mike Pence pitching it to Trump. Oh, God. I don't want that image, man. I really don't. The rest of America does. This <laughs> is so what's going to bring us national, buddy. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. Uh, but yeah, like, I the thing, why Lyrica, of all things? Like, if the guy is faking it, why Lyrica? You couldn't pick a better drug? I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe that's the best he could do. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, could I get Xanax? And they're like, no, Lyrica. Right. <laughs> like, okay, I guess that'll have to do. I, I think we're going to have to follow up with that story Absolutely. because uh, that's just something that's something that's just too much. And if we never hear from this man again, then we'll he's know been taken more. into a black site by the CIA. Absolutely. Uh, we're uh, about halfway through our show, uh, our show today. Uh, we're not going to have a word directly from our sponsor. Uh, so instead, we're going to have an ad read. Today's show was brought to you by the Wikipedia Literacy Project. Founded in 2013, the Wikipedia Literacy Project aims to provide a more academic reputation to the free encyclopedia that we all have known and loved 
since 2003, I think. For a donation of only $5 made payable to the Cash App at or money signed Lawrence Solner with a U. <laughs> you can help fund literacy projects across the internet and legitimacy projects across the internet that will help this group bring Wikipedia's good name back to it. It is no longer 2004. You can't just go and put whatever you want. These are peer-reviewed. I repeat, peer-reviewed. You know what else is peer-reviewed? What Buddy, else is peer-reviewed? The New England Journal of Medicine. It's peer-reviewed. Fair enough. Uh, peer-reviewed in a different way, but peer-reviewed. We'll leave it at that. We want to use Wikipedia on our works cited pages. Exactly. And they are instituting a new program where if you send $5 a month to Money Sign Lawrence Solner on Cash App, Lawrence with a U, they will send you the Wiki and a newsletter form, the Wikipedia page of the week, where they will hand curate for the people a Wikipedia page to go by, just to read, peruse, get all enjoy, the information you get can. what they need. But today we're willing to do that for free, just for listening. Today's Wikipedia literacy project, Wikipedia page of the week, is um, Anwar Al Awlaki. Uh, he was an American and Yemeni imam and Islamic lecturer uh, who U.S. government officials allege that in his position as a senior recruiter and motivator was centrally involved in planning terrorist operations for the militant group Al-Qaeda. And he was the first U.S. citizen to be targeted and killed by a U.S. drone strike. Ain't that a fun fact? The most fun fact. What would we do without Wikipedia? What would we do as a podcast without the Wikipedia Literacy Project? They're the ones who have brought to you this podcast today. We thank them for their support, and we hope that you can extend the same support to them. Oh. Oh, man. It's Gotta love day. Wikipedia. It's a rough day. I actually did all my obligations today. First time in a long time. Congratulations. I feel like crap. I just feel tired. <laughs> Exhausted. That's what happens when you do stuff. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, this is also an interesting story. Um, it's also out of the UK. It's our next one. Uh, kind of ties into our, our fun fact a little bit. Uh, Wikipedia. Not really. Um, Which one? A mother seeks advice oh, oh. after WhatsApp sexting leads to her receiving, quote, bumhole pictures. Right, I fucked up a segue, <laughs> but uh, we skipped over story. We'll come back to it. Um, that would have been a perfect segue. Yeah. But, we're going to pretend to rewind. Um, <laughs> uh, this week's episode brought to you by the Wikipedia Literacy Project. We appreciate their support. And again, today we read to you the beginning of the Anwar Alalaki page, which is sponsored as their page of the week. Give them some support. Anyways, on to our next story. Ties in perfectly yes. with the sponsored Wikipedia page of the week. Um... How about you take this, Ryan? Sure. A Wi-Fi network named Remote Detonator prompts gym evacuation in the U.S. <laughs> you got to... Who is sitting at home and is like, this is going to be hilarious? Like, this Planet Fitness, someone would just open their phone and they brought it to the manager. They were like, um... There's a slight chance someone is using their Wi-Fi to blow this place up. That's that's the thing. It's like, look, I understand 
making funny Wi-Fi names. You know, pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Fair. You know, yep. stuff like that. I get it. But you got to be a real fucking asshole to involve or to, to marry in any way, shape, or form terrorism and technology. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially when it comes to getting on a single network that is supposed to set off a bomb. You know you know what remote detonator sounds like as a Wi-Fi name? That sounds like a terrorist that is literally too stupid to not name his remote detonator remote detonator. Right, yeah. You, you know, know? It's kind of like... It's almost... It's almost too obvious. In, like in if a way. you if you if this guy would have named his Wi-Fi network ISIS Clubhouse, <laughs> God, guarantee you the gym's not evacuated because that's not credible. That's just some fucking idiot, right? Yeah. You know, you name your Wi-Fi network um, Fatwas found here. <laughs> not, no, it doesn't make sense. Just watch season nine of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Exactly. But if you name your Wi-Fi network remote detonator. It's pretty it's pretty direct. Yep. I forgot to encrypt <laughs> whatever code you use. It's like putting like Wi-Fi network. This is a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Take exactly. this seriously, you know? Exactly. You want to make the point, call it ejaculation. <laughs> Shit's gonna blow. We'll get the point. Yeah. You know who won't get the point? People who die in the... The National Security Administration. (laughs) True. I don't... I don't understand. I like people... I... I love my peers, and I I, I love being a 21-year-old, but at the same time, I fucking hate being a 20-year-old. Absolutely. Man. Because, like... It's just the level of thought now. It's just, like, almost non-existent. Like, it's not even bare minimum anymore. It's, like, lower than that. I, the thing I hate is, like, like, because I was always a mischievous kid, but whenever I pulled a prank, there was planning involved. Forethought. There was. Consideration. Exactly. Exactly. Not just, like. Not cheap, low-hanging it's just brain fart and then like huh that might be funny let me yeah. just do it <laughs> yeah you know it would be funny if people thought I was a terrorist <laughs> said no one ever <laughs> except terrorists yeah <laughs> and this fucking idiot who named his wifi remote detonator they should lock him up preemptively they should and the, the, he said there won't be any charges because there's no crime or threat like that's a, a threat. threat to society <laughs> that's a serious He's threat so stupid he could legit let me put it this way. If I were the prosecutor or if I were the authorities, I would try to get this guy locked up on the grounds that if he doesn't know that naming a Wi-Fi network remote detonator is a bad idea, he does not deserve to live in free society. He has no ability to choose between right and wrong. You know, It doesn't make sense at all. Because like... Because like I said, if you want to make, if you want to give people like a quick stir, but then a chuckle, name your shit something else. Right. You know. Yeah. No one's name gonna it, name it. Uh, name it Bin Laden's cave. Right. <laughs> Back when Bin Laden was alive, you know that would have played. Sure. You know. Uh, Saddam Hussein's bathroom. <laughs> Gaddafi's study. Something like that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. 
People have been like, oh shit, Gaddafi's here. Oh, oh that, that guy. Dude from poor F's just yanking my chain. <laughs> but no, you name your shit remote detonator, you're getting swatted, buddy. Yeah. What's the only thing yeah. worse? Like, what, what do you think worse he could have named it? Well, I said earlier, you know, this is a fucking bomb. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's a good one. That, that's pretty, you know. That's a pretty lousy thing to name. Uh, not much room for interpretation there. Right, but a Wi-Fi network individually cannot be a bomb. You know what I mean? Fair enough. So uh, maybe... Um, uh, three flights to Syria. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm surprised that the terrorists never took advantage of Craigslist to recruit. You know? Just post an ad, you mean? Yeah, because it's like... Well, just, you know, Craigslist could be like... There's a there's a blogger I follow, Gay Pat, and he uh, did a tribute to the Craigslist personal section when uh, Craigslist took that option down. Um, and from what I understood, uh, the gay side of craigslist uh the men for men section is just how a lot of gay men in the 90s and early 2000s used to get jacked right right um so you went into detail and i saw some of the i saw some of the um like examples of posts and whatnot and he did his tribute to his favorite you know craigslist posts of all time right there were lots of physical descriptions lots of descriptions of who they were looking for naturally you know all all like al-qaeda or isis had to do is be like looking for young 18 to 25 year old stupid enough to name Middle their Eastern wi-fi men. network <laughs> <laughs> radio or whoever they're recruiting even they're recruiting europeans now you they're know that's all they have to do looking for strapping young people young men <laughs> who could hold a gun yeah. There we go. Mm -hmm. That's simple. I think that would have been a great prudent strategy. <laughs> good thing I'm not a terrorist. Absolutely. Very good thing. <laughs> oh, can you imagine, though? No. Have <laughs> 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 surprise! <laughs> You're doing more damage with your fucking asshole and shit problems than any of them could do regularly. This is true. This is very true. There's a coalition of people outside. I don't know what they're they have food. Looks delicious. Maybe we can sneak some. Except they all seem to be people of color, and we're both very white, so I doubt we'll <laughs> blend in easy. Could just be a coinky dink. Yeah. Yeah. Or we could just slide in. Slide in. Grab way. some. Ugh. Yeah. I didn't eat today. I probably should have. Because I had to make it to class, and I didn't want to, mm. you know, start. That, that darn class... Always getting in the way of the important shit. All it, literally. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Always. Shitter, man. Our next story is something I just wanted to discuss because it kind of blew my mind. I didn't, uh, I will get back to that. That's not even that important. It's a throwaway. But this one, I just wanted to discuss on a, on a theoretical, philosophical level. The story about, uh, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. What the So, apparently, a town fuck? called Yellyville, Arkansas, has a yearly festival where they throw live turkeys out of planes. P. 
people can only conceive of this shit in places like fucking Arkansas, you know? Yep. Now, I don't understand the appeal. Doesn't make much sense to me. The thought of just throwing live turkeys out. Yeah. Seems a little cruel, but whatever. It's their tradition. It's what they do. I can get behind that for a little bit. You know, if it's actually like a thing that goes back. But why the turkey? Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I feel like. Well, what else could you throw out? Like a squirrel or something. Rats. Rats. Yeah. But then, like, who wants to be holding a rat? You know. True. Um. You could throw out. Uh. Various shit. You know what I mean? Like. Throw out. What's a worthless ant? Raccoons. Ah, raccoons were valuable, but uh. Well, like otter, not otters. Uh, what's it? Uh, ferrets. Oh, ferrets. Yeah. You know, ferrets offer no value to society. Fair enough. Oh, no. turkeys. They're fucking tasty, man. <laughs> they go back and scrape them up later. That's uh, up for dinner. yeah. You can't eat it if it's a turkey fucking pancake. <laughs> maybe that's what they're going. Maybe that's why they do it. Ah, the feathers and shit. That's got to be an odd texture. If they're throwing them out of planes. For the sake of a festival or whatever the fuck. I wouldn't put it past them. It's fucking Arkansas, you know? What animal do you think they should have chosen? If it were me? Yeah, yeah. If you had to throw live animals out of airplanes. You know, I'm, st- I'm going to stick with squirrels. You know, because squirrels... I just have a personal vendetta against squirrels. What happened? Just did one molest you as a child? Bless meaning annoy. I know. Relatively close, though. But there were these two squirrels up in a tree. Right. Or up on a wire or some shit. And I'm walking and I see them and they're like going along the wire and they're like fighting or fucking or something. Right. They're like rolling up with each other. And I I find, I'm just like, I'm very off put by it. Take a few more steps. Right. These two fucking fighting squirrels fall off the fucking wire right in front of me (laughs) and land at my feet. One of them got kind of fucked up, couldn't really move that much. It was like, Ugh. oh no. Yeah, and then the other one just kind of got up and I, I, I don't know, ran off. I guess. Just a very, very jarring thing to happen to That's a awful. fucking like ten year old. Yeah. And so, and I just don't trust them. You know that you saw that episode of Rick and Morty, the Morty's Mind Blowers, where he puts on the Rick makes him a headset, and he can hear what animals say in like human language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the squirrels yeah, 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 are yeah, yeah, plotting, yeah. really plotting. They're right, like, right, 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 <laughs> they're like right. we're gonna assassinate the president and soon we'll take over the planet. Like right. I just don't trust them. They they sketch me out. If I had to pick an animal, I think I would say a pigeon. Pigeon can fly. Pigeon can fly, but if you get a dumb enough pigeon, like there are all over New York City, <laughs> then I bet you it won't be a situation where the bird flies right away. You know, so if you're doing it for the cruelty aspect, you'll see that panic. But at the same time, you can feel good that you didn't outright kill the bird. You gave that bird a chance. Fair enough. You know, and I don't care enough about pigeons, like in a good way, that if there's like a pigeon holocaust, I would really mind. You know? Yeah. So a pigeon, in my eyes, is a perfect creature, beast. Yeah. I I, I could agree with that. I was thinking non birds. You're thinking non birds? Non-birds, I guess I would have to go with a ferret again. Right. Because I almost got bit by a ferret once. I've never liked him ever since. <laughs> he can lick my ass. They're strange animals. 
Ferrets are the worst. Ferrets will look you in the eyes, tell you they love you, and then fuck you in the ass and not even give you the fucking courtesy to give you a reach around. This sounds very personal. Yeah. It's also uh, a quote of the late, great Lee, Arlie Ermey, who died this past week. Uh, full Metal Jacket. Oh. All sorts of movies. R.I.P. Um, R.I. fucking Oh, Imagine. that's right. And he was he was on those commercials, and he called, called that guy a jack wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the man, Arlie yeah. Ermey was. But uh, sad to see him pass, uh, but he's in a better place right now. I hope he... Uh, Unless he went to hell for abusing young cadets. I don't think so. With his voice. (laughs) I don't think so. He was, uh, from everything I've read about him, he was like exactly what actually goes on in the military because he was an actual gunnery sergeant. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was like an actual military man. That makes sense. When you you can play that part like that precisely, it's like you gotta be. You've seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, of course. That scene... Where he goes down the line, I think, is one of the funniest scenes ever written. <laughs> ever acted, ever performed. Yeah, because very well done. there is something for everyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. You are scum! <laughs> you are the lowest form of life on Earth! You are not even human fucking beings! <laughs> you are nothing but unorganized, plebastic pieces of amphibian shit! <laughs> That was all improv. Was it really? All off the dome. His insults. They weren't written. That's impressive. That's what happens when you're a gunnery sergeant. It's your, uh, it's your job, man. I wish insults f- came from my brain that naturally. Oh, yeah. I would never shut up. Ever. <laughs> Ever. If I could insult people so efficiently, I wouldn't have a need for Twitter. <laughs> Fair enough. So I could do everything just with my mouth. Yep. You know? For sure. I really, I really hope that this whole thing just blows the fuck over. The Alawaki page is still up, and I just got completely distracted looking at this shit. <laughs> what a fucking scumbag. Yeah. The best part is he was uh, arrested, oh, Anwar Alawaki, the Muslim cleric, terrorist, who's like religious fundamentalist, uh, was arrested uh, in 1997 for uh, soliciting a prostitute. Of all things. Yep. Oh, one of us. <laughs> but not. Yeah, I never <laughs> got arrested for soliciting a prostitute. <laughs> Keyword. <laughs> yeah, arrested. Uh. Nah, it's not a big issue. Uh, why the fuck do I still keep this up? Yeah. I don't like this. Uh, I'm uh. going to move it. I'm going to move it, move it, move it. Because I just want to talk about ISIS okay. now. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not. But, um, but yeah, um, and now the last story, Little Tay. Oh. I don't know what to say about Little Tay. The fuck is that thing, you know? Little Tay, uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock for the past few days, is some pretentious nine-year-old, uh, who is gonna be in, like, a Chief Keef video. She raps, uh, on Instagram about having all this money, um... She raps uh, about her N-words and all this shit. Uh, she got into a fight with uh, Bad Baby, a.k.a. Cash Me Out Side Girl, Danielle Brigoli, uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, and her videos are just something to behold. Uh, so I'm going to try to 
pull one of them up. Uh, here we go. Hopefully this. Little baby trapping out a six-star hole, six-star hole, six-star hotel. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> that wasn't it. Uh, Christ. We'll tell you and stuff. But yeah, you have to like hear it to believe it. Um, yes. Here we go. Like, how are you nine and like this? Message to all y'all broke ass haters. Y'all ain't doing it like Lil Tay. This is why all y'all fucking haters hate me, bitch. This shit cost me 200,000. I'm only nine years old. I ain't got no license, but I still drive this sports car, bitch. Your favorite rapper ain't even doing it like Lil Tay. Message to all y'all broke ass haters. So that's Lil Tay. Um, she drops lots of M bombs. Yeah. Talks about trapping. Um, apparently, she started slinging drugs. Uh, to support her family. She's nine. It's mine. Like, what the fuck? She's nine. What was I doing at nine? I was twiddling my fucking thumbs and playing yeah. in my backyard with a fucking handball, you know? Exactly. How? Why? Wait, I, like, and the other thing What is, is this world? Why is she... Like, I understand the, the immediate shock value. It's a nine-year-old, ambiguously white girl. Oh, I just saw this. Her fucking Insta picture is her choking out. Catch me outside. <laughs> now, this girl is oh, tall. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Lil Tay is a bad bitch, but, like, she's nine years old. Yeah. Why are we putting this girl out there like that? If like, if I would have done this when I was nine, I would have been taken away from my parents. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, child services would have been called, and I just would have had no options. I would have had no say in the matter because the government was involved. It would have been like, oh, um... You let your daughter sell drugs? To support you? <laughs> no, no, no. We don't let her sell drugs. We let her talk about selling drugs. How do you envision her getting into college? Is that on the docket? Um, we're more worried about getting stats now, bitch! <laughs> like, do people realize what they are doing by constantly aiding and abetting this bullshit? Like, no, of course not. Like, if being, if wanting to be black got you famous, I should have been, like, I wish wanting to be black got you famous, like, ten years ago. Because I would have been famous as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I would have been the king of this modern thing. If you would have told me, if you would have told me at nine years old that I could get famous just being a douche, <laughs> man, I would have been on a fucking tear. Yeah. I would have made so much money. That's all it takes now, just being an obnoxious fucking asshole. Dude, that's the thing. Like, no you matter don't think who I you are, faked where my you way come onto from. Dr. Phil. <laughs> Not that I had to fake it, but. Right. <laughs> yeah, she has, like, pictures of her standing with, like, stacks of hundreds. It pisses me off. Because I'll probably never be a millionaire. Ever. Ever. Like, I, neither, I don't think I will either. The chances are very, very, very stacked against me. But, like, how are they so slim for us, but this fucking nine-year-old asshole can just do whatever she wants now because she's just a millionaire? Like, ugh. You know what I think it is? I think somebody decided that she can say the N-word, and she ran with it. Because that's the only thing that sets her apart from every other nine-year-old on Instagram. And the money. She probably gets it from her parents, dude. We don't know what her parents do. That's you true. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, 
let me put it this way. How many, like, young, like, white artists have you heard that, like, fake their, like, up-and-coming stories? You know, and then they just disappear. You yeah. know? Like, this, this girl, I doubt she has her own car and any of that shit. But still... Um, I don't like it. Maybe it's because I'm a little jealous, uh, but I think Lil Tay's uh, a <laughs> fucking bitch. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I second that and third that. I think that's about it for us today. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll end on. Uh, we'll end on that, that note, note. Calling nine-year-olds little bitches. Um, <laughs> and being jealous of them simultaneously. Yeah. Fuck nine-year-olds and right. fuck Lil Tay. Any last words? Fuck Lil Tay. Fuck Lil Tay. I do have a last word. Um, Nobody's been calling in to our uh, hotline. Yeah. It really bums me out. Um, it bums Ryan out. It does. We would very much appreciate it if you would give us 30 seconds to ask us a question. Tell us a story. Tell us how your day is. Use us as free therapy because that's what we're here for. We want to hear from you, and we hope that you want to hear from us. Uh, so if you'd be so kind, our number is 631-509-3272. That's 631-509-3272. Give us a ring. That's it for The Mike Show. You can catch us on Twitter at The Mike Show NYC, on iTunes at The Mike Show featuring Larry and Ryan. Yeah. That's about it. You can also catch us alive on whcsradio.org Wednesdays, 6, 10 to 7. That's all the time we have. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. We Absolutely. Did the and thank you for not being Lil Tay. At, yeah, thank you for not being Lil Tay. <laughs> We played the wrong closing theme, so we're just going to fix that real quick. Mm. There we go. Peace, everybody. Mike Show. Something strange in your neighborhood. Who you gonna call? The Mike Show.